from the Pod Connect Studios high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort. This is a special cannabis crowdfunding episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Crowdfunding, where each week we examine an active cannabis crowdfunding campaign. And on today's episode, we are looking at ProCanna's campaign, which is hosted on WeFunder. And joining us to talk about the campaign is their CEO, Dee Perkins. Dee welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. It's great to be here. Well, we are happy you could join us because we're always looking for exciting cannabis crowdfunding opportunities, especially ones that fill a niche, which ProCanna certainly does. By now, most people understand that cannabis laws vary from state to state and they're constantly changing. So this may sound like a really dumb question, but why is it so important for companies to stay on top of their constantly changing regulatory environment? Uh, That's a great question. And I think staying on top of your regulatory environment is important for so many reasons, including just culture in your company, right? If everybody knows what's expected of them, if they feel empowered, they know how to get answers to their questions. It just makes day-to-day work life go easier. But I think beyond that, certainly there are the obvious risks. I hate to, you know, use the fear thing, but there are fines, there are license risks. Those are go without saying. Some people understand that. Some people just pretend not, you know, just try not to. But I think more important though, as the industry gets more mature, what's going to be really important, it's when it that's going to set companies apart are this that brand consistency, brand trust and loyalty. And so it's your internal policies and procedures that we're looking to systematize and, and protect as well. So having standard operating procedures that everybody can access, training people in the same platform, being able to conduct internal audits. You hear something's going on in your packaging facility, do an audit on the fly, collect the information. If you're the regional manager, literally you can have you know actionable information in an hour, an hour and a half, and then it's documented. So it's not only regulatory compliance, but I think it's just best practices for operations. Oh, and you think about how expensive it is to get a license. This just seems like a really inexpensive insurance policy. Now, now ProCanna is a cloud-based SaaS platform. Is it designed for any specific sector? You know, it's funny. So when we first launched, we really expected to hit that multi-facility operator in the middle of the space, right? So more facilities than the owner or the operator can manage a little bit. So once you get to about 50 employees, right, what's happened though, is as soon as we went sort of forward facing in the market, we were approached by attorneys and accountants and cannabis consultants and people that wanted to be in the platform with the customers. We had pre-licensure companies that were still in the application phase that wanted to build their SOPs and wanted easy access to the regs. And we've actually had some conversations with MSOs. So we're very surprised at the breadth basically of people that we're talking with and are interested in using the platform. You never know until you get started. It's been very interesting. So it's not just retail sectors or cultivation sectors. It's pretty much everything along the supply chain can use your platform. Absolutely. So if it's cannabis business license, whether it's cultivation, manufacturing, processing, retail, delivery, wholesale, we even have the regs for testing labs. If it's regulated in the cannabis space, it's in our platform. So all our tools are available across all states with legal programs. Okay. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the WeFunder campaign. Can you give us just some broad strokes about you know what you're raising and maybe what you're going to use the proceeds for? 
Certainly. We're looking to raise uh, $500,000. It's interesting because when we first started, we didn't really understand what crowdsource funding was. And one of our advisors said, hey, you should think about this thing. And some of his other companies had raised money and we started looking into it. And it was just, he kept calling it the democratization of investments. So it's like, <laughs> so we're looking to raise a half a million dollars. With WeFunder, the way it works is you have to raise $50,000 right outside the gate before they'll even let you be on the platform. They have to prove that you've got, you know, some traction. So we put out the message, we created information information on WeFunder, our profile, send it out to our family and friends, raised the 50 in literally about two hours, and it got to about 85. At that point, they said, okay, you're legit. Yeah, so with the proceeds, what will you use the proceeds for? We will use the proceeds to basically build out the content in the next five states and also to increase our sales team. So very specific. It, it takes a team of people to basically put in that foundational content. So we'll expand it to the states and also expand our sales team. Well, the great thing about it is it's so duplicatable. I it mean, you know, it's just once it's in place, it's in place. And I think probably most large cannabis companies have a actual compliance department. And I suspect that it's just a matter of time before every cannabis company has at least a compliance officer, the potential market is huge. If this goes the way you see it going, where do you see the top line revenues going over the next three or four years? The numbers are unreal, to be honest, because it's it's just a, a booming industry and we're just starting to get into the maturity of the industry. And that's just in the United States. I mean, our platform is agnostic. So we've had people okay. just to build out the regulations in Portugal or Germany or Canada. Yeah, but the numbers are all in WeFunder and I would encourage people if they're interested to go take a look for themselves. And there's a lot of opportunity for collaboration with other platforms. And maybe you can touch on that a little bit, like the C to sale platforms and some of the other platforms. There's a lot of opportunity there. At least seems like that's a natural. Absolutely. Literally from we first started putting it out on LinkedIn, we started having conversations with seed to sale providers with there's a background check company, there's LMS training systems that we're talking with. There's really a lot of potential collaboration and ways to work together and be stronger together. And certainly, even if we don't actually combine with another company, we're actively working on like that trusted partners resource. Our goal is always to be a resource for our customers in the cannabis industry. So if we can sort of vet and, and just kind of put best practices and work with good partners out there. That's the minimum goal. And certainly collaboration is a big possibility. I don't want to get ahead of myself or ahead of you guys, but it puts you in a position down the road for a possible exit strategy. I mean, the relationships that you build now and the, the collaborations that you build now, have you thought about for an investor, what's that window look like and what are some opportunities for you down the road for that cash out? Yeah, we've certainly thought about this and we do think that there's a good chance that there'll be an exit in four to six years or there'll be opportunities for an exit, whether it's other compliance kind of coming from other industries looking to swoop in and make a, an impact in the cannabis industry and stringing a number of solutions together. I mean, there's a lot of legs to the compliance table, right? We're just one of them. So whether they're connecting us and, and seed to sale and licensing platforms, certainly there's um, that. And then there's just an existing seed to sale or compliance provider buying us and, and putting our product into their platform. We'll see. Yeah. And they, they like, we talked about it a little bit earlier. The IP is once it's in place, it's super scalable. And I think somebody will probably say, Hey, I want to get into cannabis, but I want to let somebody else figure it out. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, and the beauty of the SaaS model is that you can keep tweaking it and fine tuning it. But basically once it's like you said, once it's set, it's set and it's duplicable. So yeah. That, that's great. Well, we'll have links to ProCana's WeFunder campaign in the show notes. 
And as always, please read and completely understand everything before you make any investment decisions. Didi, this is fun. I appreciate you talking to me today and good luck with this campaign. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed talking with you. I appreciate uh, the time. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.